Plants Podcast. Mainly Plants Podcast. One more time. It's the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Social media at Mainly Plants across all the platforms. And email ryan at mainlyplants.com. Get a hold of me, whichever route you choose. If you don't follow me on Instagram, do so. Because if you don't and you have an Instagram, you're missing out on some good shit. You're missing out on giveaways. You're missing out on recipes. You're missing out on funny stuff. Um, so I encourage you to go do that. Um, Happy New Year. How are you? How's it going? How was your guys' uh, holiday and New Year? Was it good? Did you gorge yourself on delicious snacks? I know I did. And since then, I've been eating clean. Not only because that's just pretty much how I do it every day, but also because I'm going to Hawaii in a couple weeks. And I need to trim the fat. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan has some fat. It's normal. It's natural. What's not normal and natural is to be obese. That's a whole different story. Body fat is okay. You're supposed to have some body fat. And that kind of leads me into um, a couple things that I want to talk to you guys about today. So um, the first one is, you know, I was speaking to my brother uh, about a week ago, and he had had uh, coffee with one of his old friends from growing up when we were living back in San Francisco. That's where I'm from. That's where I was born. Um, so this is a childhood friend of my brother's, and he mentioned to my brother that he is on the carnivore diet. And not only that, but he eats primarily raw meat and raw dairy. Um, which I don't have to tell you is disgusting. Uh, his insides are literally full of putrefying flesh and uh, cow juice. And you know he was claiming how how great he feels and you know all the stuff that uh, that goes along with that mindset. I've covered it before. Um, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to. Um, my podcast on the results of Dr. Sean Baker or former former Dr. Sean Baker, um, who kind of um, popularized this carnivore diet. And, you know, it's interesting to me because this friend of my brother's mentioned that he got the idea to go on the carnivore diet because he heard Sean Baker on the Joe Rogan podcast. And what's interesting to me is that his research, this friend's research, we'll call him Chuck, that's not his real name, but we'll call him Chuck, um, didn't do all the research. You know, he heard this guy, said it sounded good, so he tried it, it feels great. What he didn't do is get blood tests before he went on it. What he hasn't done since is get blood tests since he's been on it. What Sean Baker didn't do was get blood tests before he went on it. And only after he was done, I think he was on it for eight months, did he get blood tests. And those blood tests were astounding. And Chuck did not take the initiative to dig a little deeper and find out what happened to Sean Baker after eight months of being on this carnivore diet. Am I peeking out? It looks like my levels might be a little high here. I'm going to turn the volume down just a little bit. Hopefully that's better. Um, so that's number one. It's like if you're going to do something um, as 
as serious as as changing your diet and messing with your health, you would think you'd do the necessary research, which is, I mean, kind of where I come in, at least for the plant-based uh, movement, plant-based diet, um, which is probably why you're listening to me. Um, so it's strange to me that there was no further research. Regardless, then I got to thinking, my, my chair is squeaky as shit today. I'm sorry, I'll try to not move around as much. Um, where was I? Oh, it got me to thinking, you know, <laughs> that, that I mean, for me, for somebody like me, to hear that somebody is on an all-meat diet, not just all-meat, but all-raw meat, which is even, like, it's what it's fucking disgusting to be eating nothing but meat and gorging yourself on 16, 20, 30 ounces of meat at a time and eating nothing but meat and raw dairy. That's disgusting as enough. But eating it raw takes it to a whole other level. It's disgusting. There was no research done into, into um, you know, seeing how the human digestive system is similar to that of herbivores more than carnivores. And what I mean by that is carnivores, carnivores have a shorter digestive tract. They eat the food, they process it quickly, and it gets out of them fast. People, Things like lions and tigers and um, other carnivores. I'm sure you can think of cheetahs. Um, if you look at the digestive tract of herbivores, it's longer. Um, the food takes longer to go through it. And humans have a very long digestive tract. So when we're consuming lots of meat and dairy and animal products, it doesn't go through as fast and get out like true carnivores. What happens is we intake it and it putrefies in our gut. And it kills our healthy gut bacteria, and it causes all the problems that I talk about on this podcast, which is why it's optimal for humans to eat a plant-based diet, or at least, at least primarily plant-based. Um, you know, my brother asked him about, you know, what about fiber? Don't you need fiber? And his response, Chuck's response was, no, you know, you think you need fiber, but you don't need fiber, which is um, easily top five stupidest comments I've ever heard in my fucking life. But anyway... Going back to what my main point was, as as absurd as it is for somebody like me to hear that somebody's on a carnivore diet, it's the equivalent of it's it's not even the it's not even the equivalent of an herbivore or a carnivore hearing that somebody is eating just plants. Okay, it's not the equivalent to that. It's the equivalent of me saying I'm going to eat nothing but tofu. And plant milk. That's all I'm going to eat. Just tofu. Raw tofu and plant milk. I mean, that's not healthy. Eating just one of anything is not healthy. Just potatoes forever is not healthy. Just asparagus forever is not healthy. Just blueberries is not healthy. You need to have a, a mixed diet. You need to have blueberries and zucchini and cauliflower and a mixture of the thousands of plants that are out there not just meat that's a surefire way to kill yourself 
And I told him, I said, listen, you know, I know he's your friend, but don't be surprised if he keeps this up to hear in, you know, three to five years that he's got diabetes or he's got, you know, God forbid, colon cancer or any other cancer or, you know, his got the you know early onset dementia at an early age because his brain is not getting the nutrients or he's got colitis because he eats no fiber that's what happens when you eat no fibers you get colitis what happens when you eat no plants and all you eat is is meat is you get diseased it's 2019 how the fuck are people still thinking this way how do people think this is fucking healthy it's beyond me it's not just it's not just like uneducated people. This guy came from a very affluent family, grew up in San Francisco, went to private school. Like it, it, it's it's staggering. How? How do you think it's healthy to eat nothing but meat? And the only reason is because these people like meat and they want an excuse to eat nothing but it. And he might have, you know, certain food allergies, which is why in the short term he feels so good because he's eliminated certain plants that might give him allergies. But Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> it's, do you, I, I'm honest, honestly, I please take a second to message me or, or email me. Do you know somebody who is doing this carnivore diet? Because this is the second person that I know that is doing it. And it's it's gaining traction. I have heard about it on multiple podcasts. I've heard about it, you know, <coughs> excuse me, in my daily life. Um, people I follow on Facebook, this my brother's friend, like, I just, I don't get it. So if you, if you or somebody you know is doing it, tell me. I want to know the thought process behind it. I want to know these people's demographics. I want to know why they're doing it. Um, and that kind of led me into thinking, you know, I, I've been really hooked um, on on this show, Naked and Afraid. And I know I'm late to the party. It's already in like its ninth season. Um, but I just discovered it recently. And now my girlfriend and I watch it all the time. It's like our, we watch at least an episode a night. And if you haven't heard of the show, the premise is two self-proclaimed survivalists are dropped into a remote location, whether it be the, the remote jungle of Paraguay or the desert in South Africa or the remote wilderness in, in uh, Canada or the, the you know the swamps of Louisiana wherever they are they're hundreds of miles from civilization and they're dropped in with nothing but each one of them can can choose an item and then they're usually given one other item so what I mean by that is let's say they're being dropped into the mountains of Croatia where it's rainy and cold one person might select to bring a machete the other one might bring a mosquito net and then they'll probably be given something like a fire starter or a pot and then they can start hopefully start a fire from you know a bow drill or a hand drill or something like that um you know they have three essential items basically and they have to survive there naked by the way they get no clothes 
because they don't want people using clothes as shoes or whatever. Um, and they have to survive there for three weeks and they have to find their own food. They have to find their own water. They have to boil it to, you know, get rid of any bacteria. They have to set traps and, you know, hunt or, or forage for, you know, berries or bananas or whatever it is. Um, and if they can't make it three weeks, if they have had enough, they can tap out, um, or one, one of the people can tap out and leave the other person, you know, by themselves. Um, or they can make the entire three weeks. Um, it is an awesome show. If you haven't checked that out, please do yourself a favor and check out Naked and Afraid. Um, it's pretty fascinating how people um, not only bond with a total stranger who is stark naked as they are very fast, um, but also... The ingenuity, you know, they have to make a shelter, they have to make beds, they, you know, they try to make fashion feet coverings. I saw yesterday, um, they hacked down a, a palm tree to get to the heart of palm so they could eat because they had an, didn't have any success like fishing or setting traps. And then they used the, the thicker but still tender enough palm fronds to fashion shoes for their hike out of the jungle. They had to hike usually between like two and five miles to an extraction point. Um, regardless, I'm getting a little off topic. Um, it dawned on me while after watching a bunch of these shows that this is probably the closest to a natural diet as modern humans will ever get. You know, they're, they're primarily foraging for... Like I said, berries or um, hearts of palm or bananas or mangoes or whatever kind of foliage is edible. And then if and when they can get a protein source in terms of like an animal, um, they'll eat that in between. So what it usually what it usually goes like is you typically on the show is um, they're starving for a couple days. They'll find a little bit of like uh, fish or something or sea snails to eat, to boil up and eat. And then they have to survive in the interim off of plants. So it's 90% plants, maybe 10%, maybe 10% uh, animals. And, you know, obviously back in the caveman day at early man, um, you know, we had bigger tribes and... You know, we probably hunted a little more efficiently than these people who were dropped in the middle of nowhere with no tools or anything. Um, and three weeks, you know, is not a, a large enough time to procreate and, and develop clan, develop tools and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, this is probably close to how humans ate initially, is lots and lots and lots of plants, very little uh, animal product. And... It really, you know, maybe because of what I do in terms of being, uh, you know, a plant-based nutritionist and, and, and this kind of being my, my life, it really solidified the fact that the way humans eat now is unnatural. And there's this argument that, you know, humans need meat and, you know, if we didn't need meat, why do we have canine teeth and all, and yada, yada, yada. Well, if we were meant to eat meat that frequently, that much, um, and our canine, quote-unquote, canine teeth were of any use, um, we would have no problem hunting in the jungle all the time. However, as demonstrated on this show, it is a problem. 
we're not, our bodies are not designed to hunt. If we were in the food chain still, we would not be at the top. We'd be in the middle somewhere. Because there are apex predators like jaguars, tigers, bears, lions, yada, 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 that would take us down so easily. And we really have no defense. We don't have claws. We don't have sharp teeth. Um, you know, we don't have scales. We don't have tough hide. So it really makes you think. And it really made me think about what is natural? How should we be eating? Um, there was one more point I wanted to make, but it's not coming to me right now. What was I just saying about the teeth? About Oh, the other thing. It, you know, if we were meant to, and this could be a, f a factor of being removed from it for so long, but if we were meant to eat meat and flesh so often, um, we might be a little better at warding off bacteria. But we have to cook meat. We have to cook, you know, poultry. It's ideal that you at least heat up beef. Um, even if you like it rare, it's still cooked. Uh, it's above 120 degrees which is, I think, the, around the cutoff for raw, technically raw. Um, we have to boil snails. We have to cook shellfish. Because if we don't, there are pathogens that could kill us and, you know, give us diseases and give us infections. Um, so there's a reason for this. And like I said, part of that might be because we've been re removed for so long. Our immune systems have changed in a way to where we just can't handle that anymore. But um, my homework for you guys Check out Naked and Afraid, and then think about how the standard American eats, and think about how you eat, and think about what's natural and what's not. Um, with that, oh, I do have one announcement. I'm so excited for this. If you are in the Phoenix metro area, or travel here, or want to travel here, um, there are a couple awesome uh, vegan festivals coming up next month, um, and stand by because there's a cooler announcement, but there's uh, the Arizona Veg Fest um, is the weekend of the 3rd and the 4th of, of um, February. I will be there one of the days, probably Sunday before Super Bowl. It's a great one. Um, uh, there is a giveaway on my, on my Instagram. I'm giving away five pairs of VIP all weekend passes. It's like a $70 value. So you get like a little swag bag. Um, you get in it for free for both days, which is pretty sweet. Um, the other one is the weekend of the 23rd of February, 23rd, 24th, the Phoenix Vegan Festival. Another cool vegan festival. Yours truly is going to be a guest speaker there. I think my time slot is like around 2 or 2.30. Um, you can look me up on their page when they get it up, or you can just email me directly if you're interested in seeing me. I will also have a booth there with information you can come talk to me so be sure to get out to those two events come see me come say hi with that i hope you guys had a happy safe healthy new year and until next week go eat a salad